0: Good morning, good morning. My dear brothers and sisters, clergy and uh, ambassador for peace, According to the our church calendar, today is the 47th anniversary of our establishment of UTS. Our UTS was established by True Paris in 1975. We wish UTS endless development in the future. Today, I'd like to talk about uh, women will play a leading role in the ideal world too
1: from True Mother's Anthology, uh, volume two. Let's start. Women will play a leading role in the ideal world too. Because of that restoration within the womb, Jesus who came as the Messiah was born 40 generations later In the family line of Perez. To conceive and give birth to Jesus, his mother, Mary, risked her life with devotion. God's providence of salvation is the providence of restoration. God carried out the providence of restoration to bring an end to the lineage of sin that humanity inherited through the illicit sexual relationship between Adam and Eve, preceded by Eve's subduction by Lucifer. Such was the course of restoration and the history of the chosen people of Israel from the time of Cain and Abel to the birth of Jesus. Jesus came as the true parent of humanity, the second Adam, passing through the course of struggle to separate good and evil and restore Adam's becoming the false father, due to the fall. That is why Jesus needed to restore a woman in the position of Eve who would be his object partner and become a husband with her as his wife. They were to have children and ascend to the position of having dominion over all living things. This was also the purpose of Jesus coming as the Messiah. In other words, Jesus came as the Messiah to restore the three great blessings bestowed by God after creating Adam and Eve to be fruitful, multiply, and have dominion over all things. However, the people of Israel did not recognize Jesus as the Messiah and ended up dying on the cross. Jesus promised his second advent that he would come to the earth again. He said, that when he returned, he would come as the bridegroom. So humanity on earth needed to prepare itself as his bride and wait for him.
0: Yeah, my brothers and sisters, today let's study through father's word, related through mother's word. I'm talking about the lineage, how to restore the lineage. Very, very important content. And let's study father's word.
1: How to understand the unlawful content of the Bible. In the Gospel of Matthew, there are four major harlots: Tamar, Rahab, Ruth, and Uriah's wife. According to the Bible, they are all harlots. No one knows why the Bible records such people at the very beginning of the Gospel of Matthew. It seems that in order to save all people, God had to providentially do so because evil people must also be saved. But that's not actually the case. When human beings fell, they fell into such a fallen state that they cannot be saved without going through such a process. That is why God's work continued through the tribes of Tamar and Judah. In the history of Christianity, How did such a hallowed continue history from the position of a mother? The same goes for the birth of King Solomon. King Solomon was born through the illicit act of King David taking Uriah's wife and having an affair. When I ask Christians about these things, pastors and doctors of theology get angry, asking how humans can understand God's will. It is my mission here to cut off and crush all the ignorance of these people. This fact cannot be denied by anyone who has read the Bible. Even an elder pastor who is not a doctor of theology cannot deny it.
0: Yes. God's providence of salvation is the providence of restoration. Because Adam and Eve, the ancestor of a fallen humankind, had an illicit sexual relationship through the temptation of Lucifer, as you know, who became Satan. God had to carry out the providence of restoration to clear the lineage, the lineage, the, to clear the lineage of the sin passed down throughout humanity. There was a providence that only God and Satan and the Messiah could know in you know, order to carry out the providence of restoration that cleared the lineage of sin. In a way, there was a process of the providence of restoration of the lineage that was incomprehensible to human beings. There must have been many mysteries that were not recorded, recorded even in the Bible. Only God and Satan and the Messiah can know the process of restoration that must uh, occur in the process of the Messiah coming to this earth and changing Satan's lineage to God's lineage. Criticizing or judging this from a humanistic point of view can lead to a big mistake what would happen if it was clearly revealed how Mary, Jesus' mother, the mother of Jesus, became the pregnant with Jesus. The same is true of the true parents' cause. There was a painful path to restore the lineage that only God and true parents know. The important thing is that It is truly amazing that true father, true mother became true parents after going through, after going through all these countless uh, uh, indemnification processes and being victorious. Important thing is they became true parents. We do not know exactly what they gone through, what kind of the going through the process of the indemnification. Indemnity only God knows, only true parents knows. That's why as a human being, as a blessed couple, important thing. If you judge only one process from the human point of view, you may cause a great misunderstanding and you may even make a mistake. Therefore, it is very important to have a spiritual experience and conviction that the true parents are the Messiah on your own. You need to have your own spiritual experience and conviction no one can deny. Without spiritual com- experience and conviction, someone say this, all kinds of things that become confused. This is the problem. That's why we need to have a chong song and prayer. You need not just only by theory, by just only divine principle, you need to have your own conviction and experience. This is the important point. That's why life of faith is what? Experience. And then finally, you, have, you can have the conviction God does exist. Jesus is the Messiah. No matter what true parents are the Messiah. This is the important point. Otherwise, if we only judge rationally, we may make a mistake like the Jewish people got prepared. There are now all kinds of issues going on here and there, what I know. Important things. You need to have a spiritual experience and conviction. Since I have that kind of spiritual experience and, and then finally I got the conviction, I no doubt, at all about uh, their messiahship my brothers and sisters in this kind of era we need to have a clear you know conviction and understanding about true parents living divine principle the human heart as viewed through the spiritual and physical minds let's study the spirit
1: mind the physical mind, and their relationship in the human mind. The relationship between the spirit mind and the physical mind is like that between internal nature and external form. When they become one through give and take action with God as their center, they form a united functioning entity, which guides the spirit self and physical self to become harmonious and progress toward the purpose of creation. This united entity is the mind of a human being. The conscience is that faculty of the human mind, which, by virtue of its inborn nature, always directs us toward what we think is good. However, as the standard of goodness in fallen human beings varies, the standard of their conscience also fluctuates. This causes frequent contention even among those who advocate a conscientious life. The original mind is that faculty of the human mind, which pursues absolute goodness. The original mind relates to the conscience as internal nature to external form. A person's conscience directs him to pursue goodness according to the standard he has set up in ignorance. Even though it may differ, From the original standard. However, the original mind repels this faulty standard and works to correct the conscience. As long as our spirit mind and physical mind are under the bondage of Satan, the functioning entity they form through their give and take action is called the evil mind. The evil mind continually drives people to do evil. Our original mind and conscience directs us to repel the evil mind. They guide us in desperate efforts to reject evil desires and cling to goodness by breaking our ties with Satan and turning to face God. Based on this content, let's study Father's Word. If we had not fallen, we would naturally understand God. If human beings had not fallen, we would never need to ponder whether or not God exists. Your original heart knows. In other words, if the original humans had not fallen and entered the universe as parents of goodness, establishing a family and multiplying until they had established humankind, there would be no need to discuss the existence of God. You are connected through blood so you can immediately understand through your body. Likewise, you do not need to explain things to trees. If God could be explained through words, then there must be some problem with the creation.
0: Yeah, this is a very important point. If you human beings had not fallen, We would never need to ponder whether or not God exists. Your original heart knows. In other words, if a human being had not fallen, you can immediately understand through your blood that God is our parent. Do you need to explain to your children that you are their parents while raising them? If human beings had not fallen, we would immediately know from our original heart and blood, if there is a blood relationship, there is no need to check whether the relationship between parents and child is real or not. Blood lineage recognize each own blood lineage. It is felt in the heart. Blood lineages are felt by the heart. Blood release need no explanation. The reason humans do not know that God is their parents is that they have fallen. The fact that we still cannot feel that God is our parents is evidence that our life of faith is still ideological faith. My brothers and sisters, uh, today I'd like to talk about a little bit the gross stage of the faith. In the process, uh, in the process of the getting to know God, fallen human beings come to feel the existence of God artistically through the this four-step process. When we hear the word for the first time, we accept there is a God both in principle and theoretically, the state is called ideological fate. Ideological fate. And the next step is to keep trying to conscious of God whom you feel conceptually. And we try to apply the living God in our life of faith. And we try to make it a custom to constantly feel God whom we consciously feel. We call it conscious fate. Bad habits are bad, but good habits greatly, greatly help the growth of our spirit body. In this way, you can communicate with God by repeating the good habit of feeling that God is alive. Do you understand what I'm talking about? We are talking about customary fate. I'm talking of good habitual faith. I'm talking about. Then, at some point, God exists, uh, existence is a felt and experienced artistically. Finally, we need to reach a faith of a heart. So, in our relationship with God, we develop artistic communication, and we experience the inseparable pattern to try relationship with God. We call this a faith the faith of a heart. That's why we need to go through this kind of process, and finally, you know, we can have faith of our heart, and then become inseparable relationship between heavenly parents and uh, heavenly parents and not us. That's our final goal. How to reach it to our heart and God's heart? This is the important point ideological faith and conceptual faith is not bad. It, it, it is a beginning point my brothers and sisters. but you just stop as the conceptual faith and ideology, ideological faith that is the problem. this is the beginning stage. but you stop on the way of the ideological faith that's the problem. ideological faith need to need to you know uh, need to uh, go up upper level conscious of faith and then customary faith and a good habitual faith. And finally, we need to reach the faith of heart. Today's youth ministry, I who must make a determination according to the time. Let's start.
1: Now is the age of love. If you remember and reflect on your past faults, there is a possibility that you can make up for your shortcomings. Parents in the world of love do not remember what they did well for their children. Even after feeding their children well, they just want to feed them more. And when they dress them well, they want to give better clothes because parents have high standards for their children. They do not remember what that they were good to their children. Now is the age of love. So it's time to grow well, and raise the standard of love. To do this, we must always supplement our lives through a frugal and sincere life. In this way, you too will grow, your standard of heart will be raised, and your perspective will change in the future. What kind of person develops in their life of faith?
0: If you remember and reflect on your past faults or mistake it is possible to make up for your shortcomings. If we just focus on the sense of the accomplishment of what we achieve while our spirit body is on the path to completion, we may become arrogant and find it it difficult to reflect on ourselves. Therefore, you should always make up for what you lack and live a life of reflecting on your mistakes. Parents in the world of love do not remember what they did well for their children. If you really love someone, you always forget what you have done for them. And only think about one more you can do for them. The love that remembers what you uh, gave is a proof that you are still living within the fallen realm. Now is the age of love. So each time to grow well and raise the standard of love, to do this, we must live with gratitude and growth and resurrection every day through a frugal and sincere life,
1: very important, sincere life. Next, I who must make a determination according to the time. God sees his children differently as time goes by. We just spend time yesterday, today, tomorrow, last year, and this year. But as time passes, God has different standards for us. So his perspective is gradually changing. The way a farmer sees a fruit tree is different in spring, summer, and autumn. That is because there are standards of its need to grow and bear fruit according to the time. When autumn, the time of bearing fruit comes and flowers bloom, the farmer is not happy. He is happy when it blooms in the flowering season. He is not happy with a flower that blooms after time has passed because it will not become fruit. The same applies to you. If you realize something after time has passed, you will feel regret and sadness. Yes.
0: God sees his children differently as time goes by. We just spent time yesterday, today, tomorrow, last year, and this year. But as time passes, God has different standards for us. So his perspective is gradually changing. When spring comes, God watches the trees wanting all things to sprout and flowers to bloom. When summer comes, he watches all living things with the hope that they will grow and dig and and prosperous. And when autumn comes, he watches all things with a desire to bring forth beautiful fruits. God looks at human beings with the same heart, observing their growth and wishing they reach completion. If flowers do not bloom when they should, God is worried. When we need to grow, but we fail to fail to growth, God is worried. If something does not bear fruit in the season of the fruition, God is worried. The same applies to us. If we realize something after time has passed, we will feel
1: regret and sadness. Next, God has a specific plan for me. God has a specific plan for each person. And as time goes by, God has eyes that set the standard for growth according to the time. However, many of us have missed the right time. It's only later that I realize it and feel sad to know that it's because I've met the wrong leader and fallen parents. I look back and wonder how much different I would have been if I had met a truly amazing able or leader, made realizations earlier, and made a circular movement with a more sincere and faithful heart. In fact, if you know that we spend our lives discriminating against each other, calculating this and that, and relating with others horizontally, we can't afford to complain. Yes. God has a specific plan for
0: each person and wants each of us to grow very, very well. Therefore, you should always ask God, you always need to know, you know, and ask God through prayer and meditation what His blueprint is for you. Father said, if you uh, go through the right life of faith, and then between 17 years old to 24 years old, you already know what to do. Hmm? If you are really sincere, every moment, day by day, God tells you what is your goal, what is your vision, what you should do. Clearly tell to each one of us. However, the important thing is that those who are sincere and do their best every moment of the responsibility given to them from a young age automatically know what God's blueprint is for them. But if our lives are outward and false, empty and fanciful, I don't know what to do. If anyone is a faithful and very, very sincere every moment, God is bound to teach him his blueprint for him. However, human-centered plans and self-centered plans fail along the way and result in many uh, regrets. Many people are frustrated even though they seem Successful on the outside because they are completely empty on the inside. So if we do not miss the time and become one with God's plan and vision for ourselves through heart-to-heart exchange with him, then we will become the successful people he desires, both internally and externally. However, many people miss the right time. That's why without missing the the, the right time, what to do? You really have to be sincere every moment, like uh, every moment is like eternity, connect to eternity. This is a very important point, my brothers and sisters. If there is something gap, and then you thinking, you have the uh, uh, useless thinking, and then thinking your own self, and you are not much faithful and sincere, just time pass, just time's going, going away. You miss the right time, my brothers and sisters. It's only later that fallen humans realize it and feel sad to know that it's because they have met the wrong leader and fallen parents. Maybe some of them are met wrong able, they look back and wonder how much different they would have been if they had met a truly amazing able or leadership, made realization earlier and made a circular movement with a more sincere and faithful heart. I do not know have any major regrets because I personally, I met the such wonderful able, not just able, I really met incredible Messiah, our true parents. And also I met, you know, really, I don't know, wonderful, able Reverend Yohan Lee. But looking back, I have many things to feel sorry for and repent of still. My brothers and sisters, everyone, have you ever thought about how different our lives would have been if you had started this morning devotion, which which we have been uh, running for nearly two years, right? From 20 years ago and studied the words of the true parents, like everyday morning devotion. How much changed our life how much our life will become better life. My brother senses, not because of Dr. Young, not because of morning devotion. God's word only changes us. That's why God's word is very powerful. Not just only God's word, but also, you need to have really cool able, and guiding you, do not waste your time. But who is the lucky guy most? Number one, you need to meet good parents and guide you properly, guide you right way. This is the most lucky guy. Secondly, you go to the school. You need to meet really, really right teacher. This is your lucky guy. After graduate school and go to church, you need to meet a right able, guiding you properly, this way and that way. Wow, how much luckier you are. Number four, at the working place, you need to meet a right boss. Okay? Teaching you what is wrong, what is right a lucky guy. You need to meet good parents. You need to meet good teacher. You need to meet good able. You need to meet good boss in your in your working place. That's a really great blessing from God,
1: my brothers and sisters. Final slide. Those who appreciate themselves always make progress. You need to know that as time passes, The value standard of how heaven views people changes. The way heaven sees you when you were 20 is different from the way heaven sees you at the age of 21 or 22. When you turn 30 and 40, heaven sees you differently. First, when you enter the path of faith and realize the word and the truth, you must fill your life with a sincere heart. Next, you should be full of joy. If you have more gratitude for yourself, you will be filled with joy and that will become the driving force for your development. Those who do not have gratitude for themselves will not progress. Up to this day, I mistreated myself for doing more wrong things than good things. But when I have a relationship with God, I can't mistreat myself because I belong to heaven.
0: Yeah. You need to know that uh, uh, as time passes, the value standard of how heaven views people changes. Would not it uh, be great if, as we get older, our feelings of joy and gratitude grow more and more and bear more fruit? so that amazing love can multiply and develop. First, when you enter the path of the faith and realize the word and the truth, you must fill your life with a sincere heart. Those who do not have gratitude for themselves will not progress. My brothers and sisters, please, please, please remember through Father's word. Almost sincerity moves heaven. Almost sincerity and gratitude. Do not forget, true Father's word that unity of the body and mind begins with gratitude. If we give thanks for everything, our complaints and dissatisfactions will gradually decrease. And even if even if Satan comes into my heart, there is no room for Satan to come and live. Today, I'd like I I talked about I who must make a determination according to the time. Thank you very much. God bless you.
2: Thank you very much, Doctor Yong. Again for today's incredible morning devotion on really this we cannot mistreat ourselves because we belong to heaven. Mm. And also that God has a specific plan for each one of us. So thank you so much for really uh enlightening us every single morning. So now it's time to share our reflection with each other. We hope you enjoy it. Oh, actually video. I lied. Uh <laughs> we have a testimony, but this time it's not live. I was rushing so we can we can share our reflection. But we do have a video from Mr. Chen's uh,
1: Uh, What happened? You
2: got muted, Diane. Oh, okay. Well, everything is going wrong today. Okay, so we have a video from Mr. Chen. Uh, He sent his testimony, so we're going to be watching it.
0: Yeah, Um, he's he's the champion of the Fundo. Yeah, yes,
2: champion of Fundo. Okay, so please share his video.
3: My name is Uh,
4: Masaki Chen. I am a missionary to the Commonwealth of Dominica. The national messiah of the Commonwealth of Dominica is Dr. Young. At the request of Dr. Young, I have been here from the 1st of July until today to give the testimony of Hundok.
3: I joined the church when I was 20 years old
4: Since then, I have looked up to two parents as teachers who can perfect me and as my
3: mentors I
4: believe that the Divine Principle can solve all the problems
3: and I have been walking this path to this day with that belief.
4: In my 48 years of life of faith, I have great respect for Dr. Young as a person who can understand and explain the principle of True Parents the best. I have gained a lot of enlightenment under his guidance, and Hindu life became my mission as a missionary to the Commonwealth of
3: Dominica. During
4: my missionary work, I learned that hundok life and hundoke are the key to solving the essential problems of missionary work. Because I became very serious about this, Dr. Yong instructed me that I should take on the mission of HUNDOK LIFE Since then, I have been doing HUNDOK for 17 years and 8 months The total time I have spent reading is about 34,000 hours that is 3 years and 10
3: months
4: From that experience, I have learned that this is something that all people, of course, including the members, must ultimately inherit for the salvation of mankind. I understand that I was called to the United States to testify to this. I learned from Dr. Yan what the purpose of the mission work to the Commonwealth of Dominica is and how we should find that purpose. The Commonwealth of Dominica is a small nation in the middle of the Caribbean Sea. The population of that country is 70,000. The first mission is to make that country into a heavenly nation. I had a clear sense of mission in my mind that my purpose as the missionary is to make the people of the nation to become citizens of God's nation. And important thing to make that to happen is that missionary himself must become heavenly person. Without showing, I myself have become a perfected human being, it is impossible for the Commonwealth of Dominica to become God's nation. We have to start from one person. We need a model. The important thing is that God is a God of taking the lead in practicing and setting an example. True parents also take the lead and show the example. The true able is the one who takes the lead in practicing and become an example. Therefore, missionaries must be able to say, I am a heavenly person. Can you see me as a heavenly person? Otherwise, we cannot make their country into a God's nation. We have to recognize that very clearly. I learned that God works through those who take the initiative and set an example, and God's blessings are bestowed on those who do so.
3: Doctor
4: Young was sent to Japan as a leader of national messiah. He stayed in Yamaguchi Prefecture, and there. He was conducting early morning hundokai every day. I received a lot of grace there, and I understood that hundokai brings great blessing. There, I recognized two things. Two things became very clear to me. One realization was that God is a God of sincere devotion. I realized that God blesses those who offer sincere devotion, those who take the initiative, make efforts, and show examples. And that is where God will come down to dwell. God comes to visit us there. So when I say sincere devotion, I mean that towards God, I will make utmost sincere efforts today, one day at a time. I understood that I have to become a person who can say that I have offered my best sincere effort during the past year. Therefore, I must be able to say I am a person of sincerity. It became clear to me that I must learn to do that, and it remained deeply engraved in my heart. The second point is that we must create a Hundok family church That means I, who have felt God's heart, must fully express His love and heart in my family. I recognized that I had to create a hundok family church. Understanding these two things has completely changed my view of life. Now I can see whether I am a person who offers sincere devotion or who doesn't. And I came to be able to see current standard of my sincerity. And I have found that the higher the standard, the more the kingdom of God can be realized. If the person can do one, he can do two. And if he can do three, he can do four. In this way, that person can create the kingdom of heaven. I changed my way of thinking completely. When I realized that the person who God wants is not the one who wants to enter heaven, but the one who will create heaven, I gradually came to understand what I can do and what I should do. Father explained why the Hyundai and Hundok life is necessary to create the kingdom of God and to become a heavenly person. Those words are deeply engraved in my heart. Reviewing this way of tradition, I first looked back to my past. Looking back on my past, the time when I felt really good about my life of faith was when I was working very hard. It was the time when I worked the hardest, but the problem was it didn't last long. If we could keep doing that, we would get closer and closer to heaven. God's blessing will come down and you'll be in the realm of God's grace and that place will become heaven as it is. We could have created a heavenly family, a country, a world, and all would have been in an environment where God could govern. I repented that I had neglected to do so, and I decided to completely rethink and change my way of life from the ground up. In the meantime, Dr. Yan's mission was changed to the United States. Dr. Yan had already moved to the United States around the year 2000. That gave me a gap period. During that time, I began to think about what I should do and decided to go back to my root. Going back to the starting point meant that I had to rethink the principle. I mean, the divine principle is what leads us to perfection. But when I look into myself, I do not see perfection by any means. So I felt that I wanted to find the principle that perfects us. I felt there is a discrepancy between my understanding of the principle and the principle that perfects the human being. Then, who knows the principle that perfects us? The person who perfected oneself knows. When I look around me, I couldn't see any perfected member. Where is the perfected person? Two parents are perfected. I realized that I had to thoroughly relearn from two parents. So I began the life of reading Father's words from the Divine Principle. I changed my reading that way. I began a hundok life from October 20, 2004. That will never end until I fully understand the principle and perfect myself. I took my first step with the determination to live a life of sincere devotion and a life of taking the lead and showing examples. At first, I was reading the 8-hour chart of Divine
3: Principle. However,
4: Dr. Young instructed me that reading whole exposition of the Divine Principle 100 times would be beneficial So I changed to that way of reading I was so urged to build the kingdom of God and advance my mission work quickly I was very impatient so that I read exposition of the divine principle 100 times in 7 months Then On May 30th, 2005, a miracle occurred. That's when my heart was transformed. I entered into the most beautiful world of the heart I had ever known. It is the incredibly beautiful world I have ever experienced in my life. And I felt that I wanted to be in that world forever. That was a tangible world. And I began to realize that God loved me so deeply. Then I started to feel that all the evil things inside me were cleansed. I received this love of God not because I deeply understood God's words. I didn't receive that love of God from the deep repentance either. Not because I relearned God's words and started over my life with clear sense of awareness. I experienced that I was loved by God completely unconditionally. It was a moment when I deeply realized that the heart of God was flowing into me. I realized, oh, this is God's heart flowing through me. And I realized that I had been spiritually dull until then. I understood that hundok life is a life where God can be present.
3: And I was able to recognize
4: spiritually that hundok life is a life which God's heart flows. Until then, I couldn't recognize it. Only when I finished reading 100 times, my heart became spiritually clear, and I got it. So I have turned into a person who cannot live without hundok. Hundok gives you a chance to touch God's overflowing heart. My heart was filled with the desire to become like true parents. I started walking the path with the awareness that the purpose of Hundok is wholly become like true parents. I was in an incredible world of great joy. If we enter into that world of joy, everyone is reborn. There is nothing more than that, as far as I am concerned. When I look at the secular people, the president or a millionaire, I don't feel they are wonderful. The world of God's love and heart and the world where God is always with us can't be compared with the secular world. There is a difference between heaven and earth. So I became a person who is not envious of others at all. I used to envy others until then. But after that experience, I never feel envious of others at all. That is the kind of world I have entered. That is a completely different world. This was the moment when I realized that God's world, True Parents' world, and God's original idea world actually existed. So, my consciousness and the direction I'm heading has completely changed. That is how I started out. And that is how my Hundok life has progressed over the past 17 years and 8 months.
2: Wow! Beautiful. Oh my goodness! I don't even know what to say. (laughs) Can you believe it? He did thirty-four thousand hours in three years and ten months. That's amazing. Let's give it, uh Mr. Chen, a round of applause one more time. This is
0: someday we can hear part two as well.
2: Oh my goodness! Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that video. I hope we were able to learn a lot. I surely learned a lot from it.